This is Market Insights, the Market Pulse podcast by Oanda. I'm Johnny Hart talking to Oanda senior market analysts across the world. Let's join Ed Moyer in New York. Good afternoon from London. Hi, Johnny. Great to be on. Let's start with the latest earnings news and a mixed bag of results where you are, particularly negative for Intel, but much better for American Express. Very much so. I, I think we're starting to see uh, a tale of two economies. We have companies that are tech, finance, real estate related that looks like they're in a recession, countless job layoff announcements happening across those three sectors. And then you have the rest of the U.S. economy, and they're still doing pretty well, and, and, and their labor market's rather strong. When you take a look at Intel, though, this was it was a train wreck. Um, they saw shares uh, plunge uh, 10%. This was disastrous earnings results. The outlook, the guidance was rather bleak. Um, they're seeing you know collapsing demand for PCs. I think it shows you that you're going to look at some tech companies. I mean, when you, you have companies like Microsoft and Alphabet that are providing not the best guidance, and then you have a company like Intel that's been struggling, a lot of people were still stunned that um, it was that bad. And, and I think that they have poor offerings. They're not doing well globally. It was just um, an F um, if you were to give it a, a report card grade here. So I think a lot of investors... That is, uh, you know, one of the main reasons why you're you're seeing a little bit of pressure on on the chip makers again. And uh, I think we've had this story before. And and uh, I think there's a rough road ahead for a lot of these tech companies. And uh, I think uh, Intel is is definitely looking like one of the ones that's not looking to have a good first half of the year. And when you take a look at American Express, that's polar opposite. It also shows you that the consumer is doing just fine. Customer spending soared to a record. And I think you also had a, a huge increase um, on their uh, credit card uh, confidence with their guidance. And, and I think that this is this is a company that uh, when you, you take a look, is there some weakness, maybe a little bit of a pullback in, in small business um, cardholders, but it seems that they're doing fine. And I think what was a little surprising was uh, that they're not going to rein in marketing expenses. So they had a fourth quarter earnings miss, but it was because of a tax benefit. So I think you're going to see, I think, uh, you know, a lot of people are going to be positive, uh, I think, with Amex. You know, the guidance was, it looked good. And I think this earnings season, if you if you can say your your guidance is, is okay or good, that's a win. You're, you're getting a, a good report here. And uh, I think uh, that's why shares are, you know, rallying. I think it's the best rally they've had in, since almost two years, I think November 2020. And uh, I, I think there's probably, you know, providing more optimism here that, uh, you know, for people in that soft landing camp, that this economy is going to somehow avoid a recession. Uh, you look at Amex's results and you say, yes, this, this economy is still on, on sound footing. Yes, large parts are weakening, but there's still a lot of good happening. And people in that soft landing camp will have been buoyed by the news on Wednesday from the Bank of Canada, which hiked rates, but up to 4.5%. With the guidance a pause and that very much could be the optimal rate at four and a half and remember the, the pause is as governor uh, macklem said conditional so uh but still that to me when uh, when uh i saw the statement come out at 10 a.m the first thing i did i was 
talking to our, our social media campaign team and I was like, this is a big story here because this is the first major central bank that's signaling they're uh, ready to pause. <laughs> they're setting the bar. And then, you know, shortly after that, you had uh, South Africa, they had their rate decision and they raised rates lower than expected, only 25 versus a 50 expected. So this is showing us that this wave of rate hikes and tightening globally I think we see light at the end of this tunnel, and and this is very positive for you know short term risk appetite. You know you're you're going to get a sugar rush here. Uh, this is uh, very positive because people are saying you're you're not going to to have uh, rates go much higher. But I mean, it all depends on inflation, and if inflation continues to come back to target, then yes, this is this is fine. But I think we need more evidence, and uh, for Canada, uh, they're still expecting. A decent year, 1% growth, and they think there's a chance of a technical recession, they're rather uppy. And uh, I think this is very positive for, for Canada. And you're probably going to see that uh, everyone's going to be looking to see, you know, you know, how many other central banks fall in line and in, in, in showing that uh, or in signaling that they're possibly ready to to to, to hold on rates so we'll we'll see um, the next week's going to be huge um, um, especially for the fed because you'll 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 see uh people markets they're pricing in one or two more rate hikes the fed's dot plots are three um, we'll see what the fed does next week indeed we'll talk about next week in a moment or two uh, before we do that i wanted to talk to you about crypto and uh, bitcoin particularly which hit $23,000 this week. It seems that we've moved on quite a bit since those dark days of a few weeks ago when, you know, you were talking about the 16,000, 18,000 mark being very, very crucial. And here we are at 23. Very much so. And, and, and I think you have to remember when, when I was talking those levels, there were so many traders that I was that uh, I would speak to and they were saying we're, we're buying we're buying Bitcoin when it hits 10,000, 7,500. And uh, that never happened. Um, um, uh, I, I think what you're, you're, you're also going to notice is, you know, the headlines. Um, they're not, all, they're, they're, you know, there's not a, I mean, there's still a ton of negativity for crypto. The, the, you know, the, the, the news is, um, it's not all uh, hunky-dory. Um, I mean, you know, you still have the, the Genesis demise, um, you know, and, you know, there's a rough path ahead for uh, pseudo banks. Um, I think that there's, uh, you know, you're also, you know, the contagion risks um, are there. Um, I think, you know, you know, will we see more bankruptcies? Probably. Uh, and then you also have the Fed pushing back on harder uh, uh, stances on, you know, what it will take to get membership uh, to, uh, to to work with them. Um, you know, there's uh, I, I, I think there's a, a lot of expectation that uh, you're 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 not going to um, get any. Um, membership to uh have access to the central bank's payment system uh and that's 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 you know the the end game for some crypto companies so we'll we'll see what happens with that but uh while that is happening and all the you know the the doom and gloom still persists from ftx um you're, you're, you're starting to get more constructive stories amazon's nft initiative is is coming soon um, you, you also have uh, some uh, infrastructure firms that are successfully raising money. Um, I, I think uh, Blockstream, um, um, they're, they're going to raise increase their mining services with uh, $125 million. So the news, are, the news is um, not all negative. And, and uh, that's, that's a, 
you, you, you know, for, for, you know, a, an ice age that we, a lot of people were anticipating, um, you, you, you're going to take these headlines. Um, and, and I think that, uh, there's, uh, there's, you know, also, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, I think interest in, you know, we, we, we've seen Bitcoin really, uh, solidify it's 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 lead it's strength here uh bitcoin bitcoin's dominance is now 47 percent ethereum's um at 20 uh you know remember we're a couple you know i think many podcasts ago we were talking about the flippening uh with ethereum potentially taking over so it doesn't seem like that's happening anytime soon but uh it does seem there is still um good interest in the space um i think uh you know, there, there's there's a lot more regulation that needs to be done. But for now, uh, if risky assets are supported, if the peak in Fed rate hikes is there, this is a good environment for crypto. So we'll see how far this could uh, last. So we'll uh, I think everyone's going to pay close attention to the, the Fed next week, especially crypto traders. Yeah, it is a massive week uh, next week with the Fed, the Bank of England, the European Central Bank, all forecast to lift their interest rates but the question is by how much it's probably going to be half a percentage point here in the uk with the bank of england forecast to take interest rates to four percent from three and a half and we've got non-farm payroll as well on friday so the latter half of next week ed is absolutely huge it's a busy week (laughs) at the minimum for uh, everyone on Wall Street, uh, it's also going to be a, a massive week for um, equities. Uh, this is, this is, uh, in, I think when you when you take a look at some of the earnings we're going to get, uh, this is, I, it's a, it's amazing, uh, you know, how many traders are are going to pay close attention to, you know, Amazon, Apple, uh, Alphabet. Uh, you know the, the the list goes on and on, and and I think that um, you're you, you you've seen one story with uh, with the banks um, and and a lot of tech layoffs. Now we're gonna we're gonna get you know I'll, I'll, we're gonna hear from uh, you know another you know 25% of the S&P 500 companies they've they've reported already, and now we're we're, we're gonna get to hear from a lot more of the um, Industrials, utilities, material companies, uh, and, and this is this is a uh, this is going to be very important for um, uh, getting a better sense on, you know, how are labor trends going to be for the rest of the year. So, I think that uh, this is a, um, a a major week for earnings, uh, and and uh, you'll, we'll we'll you know a lot of this uh, will will happen. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday. So uh, that's that's going to be massive. Um, you also get um, those flash PMI readings for um, uh, you know the major uh, countries uh, across Europe and the U.S. Uh, so it, this is this is a jam-packed week. Uh, you know the the, the three rate decisions. Uh, those are going to be closely watched. And then you know to finish it off, uh, the non-farm payroll report on on Friday is is going to to show. Uh, yes, the labor market is weakening. Uh, expectations are for 175,000 jobs to be created, down from 223. Um, but um, looking and, and reading some other reports, there's there's some traders here that are are anticipating that. Don't be surprised if we see a massive beat here. 
And if that happens, uh, that should reinforce any hawkish rhetoric that we get from the Fed. So definitely a week with a lot to cover. And I think that uh, you're probably going to see that for a lot of investors, uh, you know, we'll we'll see. Um, the bond market continue to show signs that this recent drop in yields is is that over? Are, are we going to to see um, 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 yields kind of remain a little bit more stickier here? But um, this is this is a uh, I think market volatility is going to remain elevated, um, and and uh, we'll def- definitely um, you know look forward to recapping it for you. Yeah, sounds like you need a good weekend to prepare for that big week and uh, enjoy it. And we'll speak to you again soon. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Market Insights, the Market Pulse podcast by Oanda.